0: Service safe.
1: To light all the plans they conceal Grab your flashlight, it's time to go down the rabbit hole It's dark and hell is hot, dealing with fantastic souls The tide is turning patriots and now in control Apply aggressive pressure right now until they fold Stay woke, open up guys and keep them healed All they do is lie, realize how everything is real Through Project looking Glass, the future is revealed Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Hope society's fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now, enjoy the show. Severe non on the mic, so come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising, and you know it's only gonna grow.
0: Good evening it's your boy scott here how's everyone doing tonight it's your boy scott here from woke society's podcast channel what's going on woke fam how's it going tonight's episode episode number six with my co-host i find it coke got woke racism and pelosi covering up her crimes from january 6th we're gonna look into her family see what her past is like because i'm seeing a lot of repeated history especially in the pelosi family we're gonna learn a lot about her father tonight and did you guys know math is racist? Math is racist and so are all white people. All white people are also racist. So all the white people tonight, we're going to learn a little thing about our innate racism that we're unable to control. So we got a lot of this stuff to talk about tonight. What's going on, everybody? Welcome in. And I would like to welcome in now my co-host, I Find It. What's going on, brother? What's going on, everybody? Damn, look at that. Look at that! You hear that voice! <laughs> you hear that voice, ladies and gentlemen? He's not working off a, off a cell phone anymore. He's actually working off a real microphone with the thing called a computer, which is awesome. And uh, I got him. On, I got him working with me tonight, guys. So, how's it going, man? How's everything out by you? Man, um, it's doing great. Did a little work this morning, came home, and I've been
2: chilling. Now I'm drinking some coffee and hanging out with my favorite fam. Awesome. Uh, Glad to get a little bit
0: of upgrade. Got this mic. So, um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. (laughs) Awesome, guys. And just a little side note. This is not Methods, all right? This is not Methods. I'm getting so many (laughs) damn emails from people asking me, is that Methods? Is that Methods? No, it's not Methods. (laughs) They are Southern accents, but it's not Methods. Not everyone who has a Southern accent is Methods, okay, guys? Everyone needs to chill out with that so what's going on everybody looks like uh we're on twitch we're on d live we're on pilled we're on of course the foxhole app the best app out there and all that other good stuff and uh i don't know where else we are oh yeah we're also on roku as well which is fantastic that is also happening so it's been a uh, we have a wide audience tonight ladies and gentlemen it's going to be awesome and uh, i see rich in the chat saying texas here sup fam what's up rich great to see you Great to see you all here. And again, of course, guys, the best way to to send donations to this show is through the Cash App. Do the Cash App donations, guys. It'll come right to my phone. All the money goes to the creator, to the channel, and also to it as well. We will read your messages. They're the super chats of the show right now until our monetization system is built on the Foxhole app. But right now, guys, the Cash App is the way. And a special shout-out to one of our best mods over here on the woke fam. Little Cat B, I saw you right in the Twitch chat. Happy birthday to you. Everyone that mods for me knows the mods get a ton of love on this show and I could not do the show without them. So Sookie, all you guys out there, Deborah, all you mods out there, you guys kill it, you crush it, and I appreciate every single one of you for modding. With that being said, I find it. Let's, uh, let's get in to today's sponsor of the show. So guys, first let's get to uh, let's get to the uh, business here. Aerolistic Naturals, a new sponsor here on Woke Societies. We're bringing you all health-related products, and today, guys, is nothing different. Have you guys ever looked into CBD slash hemp oil? Today is the time, and now is the time to do it. These are two patriots that were in the medical industry out of Texas. They saw what the medical industry was about. They saw that it was not about people's wellness. So they decided to make their own company, which was Aerolistic Naturals. And that's exactly what you guys are getting today. These They sell premium hemp products and aromatherapy for overall health. Experience the power of plant-based wellness. Aerolistic Naturals is your go-to source for organically grown health and wellness botanicals. Our line of premium USDA-certified organic tinctures, soft gels, topical skin care, and aromatherapy products unleash the power of plant-based wellness for your maximum benefit. And guys, let's check out the products real quick. We are committed to bringing you the highest quality products possible, which is why we only source organically grown materials and we third-party test every batch before it reaches your hands to ensure premium quality. Guys, go check Check out AeroListicNaturals.com. Use the code WOKE, W-O-K-E, WOKE, for 10% off. And guys, right now, I've been using the broad spectrum hemp oil, the crisp lemon one. And guys, I've been taking it now for five days. It opens my mind up. It gets rid of the brain fog. I feel so much better putting shows together. It just gives me overall clarity. Brain fog is gone. It might have different effects on you, but it's all natural. It's all healthy. I've been taking it myself. And, guys, that's why I'm wearing the shirt today. I'm a COVID veteran, COVID-19 veteran. Don't know if I ever had COVID, never got tested for it. But either way, I'm feeling pretty good today. So go check him out, guys. That's AeroListicNaturals.com. Remember, when you support my sponsors, you support this show. All right. We got the business side done, my friend.
2: I'm ready to do
0: Get into the content today because I want to talk about some racism uh, tonight. And uh, there wasn't much going on in the news, but... Um, there's a plenty, plenty of racism that me being white, I don't know what ethnicity you are, man. I'll just assume you're white too. And, uh, (laughs) we'll just, uh, we'll, we'll dive into our, our whiteness and we're going to, we're going to guilt shame ourselves all over the show today. But in all seriousness, guys, we're going to talk about racism and, uh, the, the garbage, the garbage that the, uh, the schools are trying to pull, um, so much, so much. So let's start here. Let's start with Coca-Cola, my friend, Coca-Cola decided to get woke. And they got exposed yesterday, and apparently, this entire thing started um, from a whistleblower that was able to get. Um, who I don't know if they took this class or whatever it was, but they took screenshots of a training course that was actually hosted by LinkedIn, and Coke actually paid for this training and gave it to their uh, some of their employees. And the problem is, these uh, these screenshots got leaked out, and they ended up all over the internet. It became a viral story. And uh, it, it ended up being a very bad day for Coke, let's just say none the least. So what were these screenshots that were all released? Well, let's take a look at them. This is from Carolyn Supports banning critical race theories. Now- she was the one that broke this story originally. She is a psychologist, and right now her base uh, sole mission is to rid this country of critical race theory, which is a absolutely great thing to do. I, I, have no, I have no problems with people trying to fight against critical race theory. It in itself is racist. But she's the one that got these whistleblower uh, screenshots, and she's the one that broke this. So let's take a look at this. So there was this training course, ladies and gentlemen, that Coca-Cola employees were telling their employees that they should probably take. And we're going to start here. First slide says confronting racism, understanding what it means to be white, challenging what it means to be racist, and it gets better. To be less white is to be less oppressive, be less arrogant, be less certain, (laughs) be less defensive, be less ignorant, be more humble, listen, believe, break with apathy, break with white solidarity. Now, I find it in my entire life, I um I, I don't think I've ever been told I need to be less certain about things. To me, <laughs> that's saying that. I want to be more. I want more chaos in my life. I want to be uncertain about everything in my life. Um, being less defensive, being less ignorant, being more humble. That's a good one. That's fine. We can, I can swallow that one. But listening and believing, breaking with apathy, and to, and to, and to top it off, guys, this is only slide two out of four. Break with white uh, solidarity. Now, before we even continue, I find it. I mean. I don't, I don't call my white friends and say, hey, man, white solidarity, solidarity, and put my <laughs> fist up. I don't remember the last time I did that. Actually, in fact, I've never done anything like that because we're not racist. We're just white people. But, man, when this got out, people... One, they weren't surprised, but two, they were canceling Coke like crazy. And I can't imagine the kind of backlash they're releasing, man. What did you think about this list um, when you saw, if this was, if you went to your job, if, let me just ask all you guys out there too. If you were applying for a job, so you just get hired and they're like, listen, we're going to give you some training about race. And this is what they gave you. Would you stay at this job? What, what, what's your What's your thoughts on this list, man? No, I don't, I don't think I'd stay there, man.
2: I don't think a lot of people are going to be staying at Coke very much longer either. After, after having to go through that training, um, <laughs> I don't know how to be less certain or or, no. or defensive. Like I'm just the way I am. Like that's everybody is just the way they are. So what? I don't get this. I don't get how to be less white unless you want me to just go. Lay in a tannin bed, which I probably need to do, but and oh. change my tone a little
0: bit. But that's about all I can do. <laughs> oh, dude, the thing is, man, because that's the next thing. Can I blame the sun for being racist? Because the thing is, I don't get out. I don't get much sun. So when I don't get much sun, it's making me more whiter. So me, 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 me getting whiter means me having more. Being I'm being more defensive, uh, le- more not being humble, uh, more oppressive. So at some point, I think the wokesters. And I'm saying that not my channel. My my channel name's cool. These other woke woke douchebags that they're, they're not. They're the they're, they're the not cool woke. Um, at some point, I think uh, people are going to be screaming at the sun very soon, saying that the sun's racist because when white people don't get more sun, they get more white. I don't know, man. That could be where this is going. Yeah, let's but- stop being so pasty and oppressive. That's, <laughs> that's <laughs> where we're <laughs> going. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm seeing, uh, you saw it here in the Foxhole chat. You'll get fired for speaking out. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate, but not all employees are like this, but Coke being in the headlines today, or just yesterday too, it was bad. But these are the other slides, guys, that were involved with this. It says, in the U.S. and other Western nations, white people are socialized to feel that they are inherently superior because they are white. Research shows that by age three to four, children understand that it is better to be white. The thing is with this man, I don't remember either growing up in preschool, looking at my, who at the time, most of my friends were black growing up for a lot of part of my life. Um, never at once in my life did I ever look at them and be like, wow, I'm just better than by the color of my skin. But apparently research, and that should be in quotations, I wonder if that research is from the New York Times or the Daily Beast. But research shows that age, by the age three to four children understand that it's better to be white. And... Last slide. Let's just tie it all together. Try to be less white. <laughs> just try. <laughs> this is insane. This is absolutely insane, man. But Coke was getting absolutely destroyed for this. And people thought this was maybe fake. Um, but it's not fake at all. There's an actual video of, of, of Carlene here um, going through this and actually playing the actual training. And the one that's behind this entire thing um, is this woman here. I'm trying to see her name. Uh, she's the one behind the white fragility movement that just started a couple days ago. You guys might know in the chat. You guys can drop her name in the chat. This is her picture right here. This is what she looks like. Actually, if I click it here and not be lazy, I can probably see what her name is. Oh, Robin D'Angelo. Her course, Confronting Racism. And you can start for a one-month trial. She's actually getting paid a lot of money, guys. Apparently, uh, she can make about $40,000 doing just one of these courses. Sounds like... Sounds like racism grifting to me. That's exactly what that sounds like. But guys, this is what was actually being taught to Coca-Cola employees um, in one of their racist, uh, racial, you know, uh, social justice programs. These are very real. So when I ask you guys, is this going to be a theme going forward for all these woke corporations and big companies? Is this the path that they're going to be taking going forward by being racist themselves and subjugating White people to feel guilty about crimes they never committed about things that aren't in them they're not they're not just we aren't born racist. Nobody's born racism. racism is taught. it's taught. And as far as man and I'm not saying racism doesn't exist. Of course there's racist people out in the world. I'm just saying all the people that I grew up with all, all the white people included uh, they were definitely not anything like this. but man, it definitely seems like there is an agenda and a narrative being pushed right now that um, the white people now, or the ones that need to be blamed and then the ones that need to be guilty they need to feel guilty about crimes they never committed to people that never really they never had to endure uh, this racism that they speak of for uh, you know slavery and all these things and I know people on both sides have experienced racism I've had white people that I know that experience racism from black and white cops it happens yeah. to both sides does it happen more or the other I'm sure it does. We would have to look at the numbers, but this thing is, man, is they're trying to inject this idea that the majority of white people in this country, they should feel guilty for their skin, man. What do you think about all this? Yeah. And uh, I can tell you from growing up in the deep South, I've definitely
2: seen racism. Like I think all of us have uh, on some level or another, but that's, that's just not the world that you're right. It's, it is taught. And uh, you know, you saw it in, in earlier generations, maybe your grandparents or something like that. That's, you know, We all kind of saw that around in our communities uh, in one way or another, but I was going to comment back on this. So if the research shows that by age three to four children understand that it's better to be white, I'm, you know, I have a kid. I'm really going to ask her that after the show now. Uh, (laughs) I want to know her answer. She's not going to know what I'm talking about. This is a completely bogus statement. So, you know, my kid's going to want cake and a snack. She's not even going to know what, what I'm talking about because Two hours ago, she was just at the park playing with any and every kid. She she does not know. So you know
0: that's what I, that's what I think about it, man. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely crazy, man. What we are experiencing now, but this is the thing. This is the theme that we're going for tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, minus the Nancy stuff that we're going to have at the second half of the show. We are seeing this narrative being pushed that this is what we're supposed to believe. This is we need to try to be less white. Now, can you guys imagine? Can you imagine? If there was training and you, and you had African-Americans working alongside you, coworkers, uh, Spanish, Mexican, whatever it is, can you imagine your boss coming to you and be like, hey, guys, we're going to have these training videos, and it starts out by saying, hey, um, Mexicans, black people, you need to be less black and less Mexican. Can you imagine the outrage that that would receive? You'd be sued. You probably you would make enough money off the lawsuit until you would never have to get a job again. But apparently, this is totally okay to happen to white people. Totally fine. That we actually need to be trained. I mean, there was that story just recently about the uh, dog lady um, that was in the park um, for being... I, don't, I can't remember if she was in the wrong or not. I, have, I don't remember the um, exact details, but I, the ending of the story is what was what matters. Instead of being charged... For a crime that she committed, and I think she did something really stupid. She said that something, she was she was pulling a Karen uh, to a woman that was just walking her dog in the park. She was in the wrong. Whatever that ever happened, but she didn't she didn't get um, charged because she decided to take a class on on racism and to not be racist, and that was the alternative solution to it, almost like a reeducation camp. What it sounded like. And to so me, that was the uh, that was the race course. It's kind of like whenever you get yes. a ticket, you have to go to driver's ed. It's the same thing. Yes, there is now a yes. You can now opt to uh, be, take a a racist course to learn how to be not racist anymore, and this is your get out of jail free ticket. Now, it's absolutely crazy. But the weird thing is, was as this was going viral, dude, we were waiting to hear from Coca Cola, and uh, Coca Cola pretty much blamed LinkedIn for all this. And they didn't deny that they, uh, they that they did this course at all. They just kind of blamed LinkedIn. And this was broke um, by Kyle Becker over at Kyle Becker News. Um, it says Coca-Cola confirms training employees to be less white. And after a public uh, relations fiasco, uh, yes, you guys already know all that stuff. Since then, the mainstream media and left-wing outlets had largely avoided the hot topic. No one has touched the story, dude. Nobody on the other side has touched the story because they know how <laughs> bad it looks. They know the optics of this is terrible. And as soon as this stuff gets exposed and out in the uh, and into the light, um, they cower away from it, which is not a surprise at all. So it says, however, Blaze Public Relations Chris Pandafo obtained a statement from Coca-Cola that concedes its employees were told to take the seminar in question. And uh, This was his statement. It says, the video circulating on social media is from a publicly available LinkedIn learning series and is not a focus of our company's curriculum. Our Better Together global learning curriculum is part of a learning plan to help build an inclusive workplace. It is comprised of a number of short vignettes each a few minutes long. The training includes access to LinkedIn, blah, 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 blah. The thing is, he said it's not a focus of our company's curriculum, but yet you paid for it you paid for the damn course. You paid probably good money to do this course. So if your company does endorse it, why would they give financial resources to it? Doesn't make sense, right, man? Exactly, dude. And that lady is making tons of money just
2: getting to go around and spout this BS to everybody she can. And, and you know, this is, this is the kind of thing that you see in corporate America where, you know, one person gets in the spotlight and they, they start grifting and we're going to call her a race grifter now. Um, and she starts doing this. Well, every company is going to want to bite down on it because then her name gets to be attached to them. That hey, we got this in our company, and it's a great thing. So yeah, that's what I'm seeing on it.
0: Yeah, man, it's it's crazy, and you can see you can see these buzzwords. All these lefty woke companies use these words: "Our better together global learning curriculum is part of a learning plan to help build an inclusive workplace solidarity." All these all these words that they like to use. Uh, to twist and turn, it's just absolutely disgusting. Um, but it's it's they're they're not denying that they uh, they they wanted their employees to do this. And it says the LinkedIn Learning class called "Confronting Racism" with Robin DiAngelo is administered online. She is the one that became uh, infamous for her book "White Fragility" and has become somewhat of a celebrity by holding corporate struggle sessions. That's what they are called. <laughs> corporate struggle sessions on critical race theory. This has entailed charging up to $40,000 for just a half a day of indoctrination to lecture audiences of the imagined perils of whiteness and white fragility. It's absolutely crazy. And just to tie this up, Candace Owens said it best in a tweet here, if a corporate company sent around a training kit instructed black people how to be less black, the world would implode and lawsuits would follow. I genuinely hope these employees sue Coca-Cola for blatant racism and discrimination problem is man we're seeing it today any lawyer that's going to go after these people for for this you know god bless them they're going to get their they'll be they'll be their office will be attacked uh they'll their careers will be under the gun because if you if you if you support any of this you're probably a racist as well if you're going to go after companies that want because they'll just say why are you attacking programs that that you know that support inclusivity that you know we want people to know that these things are happening and yet they'll be like um you know the the shit you're saying is straight racist you know that right no <laughs> no you're this is where this is what's going this is what's happening man it's yeah, absolutely crazy yeah it is crazy. and it's going to keep going like this too man i don't
2: i don't see uh it's so hard for anybody to stand up and go up against it because, you know, they'll dox you, they'll come to your house, they'll beat on your windows, whatever they got to do, just like Trump's lawyer. If you stand up and try to do the right thing, they're going to do everything they can to, you know, play dirty with you and just ruin your name, ruin your career, all of that stuff. And it's the same tactics that we see used over and over again. So you're right. I I really hope somebody is going to stand up every single time this kind of crap happens. I hope there's you know one more of us that'll stand up and do the right thing for it
0: absolutely man and just a quick shout out to uh, the cash app donators right? the super chats uh, melissa thank you for the uh for the donation china is asshole absolutely and cheryl thank you so much i don't see a message thank you so much for that donation keep the super chats coming guys right to my cash app the links are being dropped everywhere and on the foxhole you just on the foxhole app you just hit the link button right next to the chat, you'll see the cash-up icon. It brings you directly to where you can donate there. I appreciate it, guys. So Coca-Cola and their response as well to uh, to all this uh, b- uh, backlash, their solution was to discontinue vanilla Coke. And from the Babylon Bee, to fight <laughs> white supremacy, Coca-Cola discontinues vanilla Coke. <laughs> And, you know, when you look at these articles, it's getting really hard to tell if these things are real or not, but I thought that was pretty funny. We're not going to read the article, but this would not surprise me at all if Coca-Cola decided to get rid of the uh, vanilla Coke just to send, you know, white people, the real racists of this world, to send a message to them. It's absolutely insane what we're dealing with. But this whole theme, guys, that we're going into tonight, it's not just, just white people are racist. There are certain things like subjects that are being taught in school are racist. And I I thought this was absolutely a Babylon B headline. And it's not. What I'm about to show you guys is very real. This is from Legal Insurrection. And Bill Gates just stands... He keeps making himself... He just keeps making himself part of the headlines. And I don't know why, why... Why we pay attention to this douchebag. He made some computers. Why else are we paying attention to him? Well... When he says things like this, it gets people, it catches people's attention, including mine, where Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation are pushing anti-racist initiative in math. Yes, they think math is racist. And I, I was like, how the hell are they gonna spin this one? What is possibly racist about math? Well, the thing is guys, showing your work, things like showing that you know how to do math, that is racist. Let's see what this has to say. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation is reportedly reportedly pushing a new math program that claims ideas like showing your work are racist. It's part of the new anti-racist agenda the left is trying to embed in every education level. So the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation behind anti-racist math push is a radical new push to purge math curricula of allegedly racist practices like showing your work and finding the correct answer is bankrolled by one of the nation's most prominent nonprofits, the Bill Melinda Gates Foundation. The Gates Foundation is the only donor mentioned on this page. Um, it's a pathway there on the page of a pathway to equitable math instruction, a group of 25 education organizations whose curriculum states that asking students to show their work and find the right answer is an inherently racist practice. <laughs> you have to show you have to prove that you know the the, uh, the content that is racist. over the past decade the Gates Foundation has given up to 140 million and guys where is this being implemented? Let's not all be surprised at once out in Oregon the Oregon Department of Education shocker what a surprise it's out there on, on a coastal on a coastal state Not surprised <laughs> at all So it keeps going here. It keeps going saying they're making this pathway anti-racist toolkit. Um, and it costs about 86 million dollars to have this uh, to have this thing get implemented. So, a pathway to equitable math instruction is an integrated approach to mathematics that centers Black, Latinx, and multilingual students in grades six through eight. Addresses barriers to math equity. Uh, guys, breaking news: math is also racist and not equal to all. and aligns instruction to grade level priority standards and and introduction to the group's website reads. uh, Included on the site is a lesson to dismantling racism in mathematics instruction and getting, and, oh, it says, which decries racist behavior, such as the word focus, and on getting the right answer, (laughs) requiring students to show their work in independent practice being valued over teamwork or collaboration. White supremacy culture infiltrates math classrooms and everyday teacher actions. The lesson says the teachers are also racist, coupled with the beliefs that underlie these actions. They the perpetual education harm on Black, Latinx, and multilingual students, denying them full access to the world of mathematics. What's your take on this, dude? So I'm kind of wondering where the grading scale is going to move now. Are they going to, you know, is
2: the teacher going to go up to the desk of little ten year old Timmy and say, "I'm sorry," but? Your math test was just way too racist. Stop showing me all this work. This is terrible. <laughs> you are so racist. You need to be less racist next time you take these tests. My goodness, uh, man. I don't, I don't know. This is this is crazy to me. Um, I mean, I think we all kind of know what the purpose of the program is. It's it's indoctrination, you know, definitely. And because um, these are fake, made up problems that don't exist, you know, and it's ridiculous to even talk about it and yet they're moving forward with it and, and throwing all this money into it. So that's the only reason that I find it important is because they're actually doing this This is real stuff. Yep. Um and it, it no matter how ridiculous it may seem to you and me, but I'll tell you, I'm I'm so glad I took my kid out of uh, public school because <laughs> there's no way that I want her to you know add two plus two and be called a racist for showing her work.
0: This is ridiculous. No, man, that that's exactly where this conversation is going to go too. Because um, my mom was a math teacher. And um, she, she went, she, 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 she raised us. She was, uh, you know, she busted her ass. Both my mom and dad busted her ass to get to where they were. Um, but she went back to college um, in her thirties or mid twenties, uh, uh, early thirties to get um, her teaching, teaching degree to be a math teacher. And the moment she, she finally got to where she wanted to be. And the moment they introduced common core, um, it literally took, it just killed the entire, the entire subject literally just killed it and they're trying to teach the teachers how to teach this common core bullshit to the students and it's none of it makes sense none of it you're literally telling people that that new math and learned math uh, decades ago a certain way this is how you're going to teach it now and none of it makes sense to the teachers and they have to explain to these students and not only that the parents have to learn how to do this too and they're looking at this stuff like what is this garbage hieroglyphics junk, where is 2 plus 2 equals 4, where is that, now it's boxes and all this craziness, but the thing is, where we're going with all this, it's becoming more and more apparent that our schools, um, where our kids are going, are just, they're just indoctrination camps at this point I—where are the white kids going to be getting anything, are they going to be getting any special classes, are they going to be getting anything the, the whole crux of this ladies and gentlemen, the whole thing about this is they are they're, by doing this, they are lowering the expectations for these kids, and they're sending these kids a message: If you don't understand something, we are going to lower the bar for you. And on top of it, you don't have to show your work. You don't have to put any work into this. You don't have to show me how you made how you got to that answer, dude. I was I am terrible at math. I was awful. I struggled through it my entire um, until when I got in high school. I really struggled with it. Um, I got through it, and. If I was told, if I was told that I couldn't have I didn't have to show my work, all I had to do was show answers, dude, I'd be the best math student in the world. <laughs> I'd be the best math student in the world. If there's any teachers out there that teach math or or were a teacher at all, I would love to know your thoughts in the chats about all this because what is the point of, of having math at all if you don't even have to show your work about it? And on top of it, these kids are gonna be emboldened and say, I don't got to show you anything because if, if you tell me I need to show something, you're a racist and the kids, you want to talk about kids learning where becoming racist, the systemic issue. It's, it's right in your face. It's literally right in your face right now. It's happening right now. And all this is doing to what this is coming down to. It's making our kids dumber. Yeah, It's making them idiots. You're literally taking away the critical thinking out of their heads And you're injecting this communist garbage. That's what it is. I don't, I mean, New York, we have Common Core. Um, Not all the states have that. Thank God. Thank God. But we do out here. And it's literally just making these kids stupid. It really is. And to me, this is an agenda to have this across the entire nation. Because you've already taken away. What have you taken away, man? You've already attacked the the family. You have 52 genders now. And on top of it, Anybody, if you if you go to the military now, you can say you're you can identify whatever the hell you want. You can per, you can wear fucking nail polish for God's sake, and it's fine. These are our new soldiers now. It's fine. And yeah, now they don't they don't have to be strong anymore. Or anything,
2: no. man. you can just go in there and not have to run a mile, and you can be in the military. That's exactly how they're going to treat
0: this. Exactly. And now you're going you're, you're all you're doing, and now you're going after the kids, the next generations that are going to take over. You're dumbing them down. You're making them into slaves that are going to be dependent on something else to survive. Um, they can't think on their own. You're making it, You're going to be making them dependent, ultimately, when it's going to come down to on the government. And when communism, when you got nothing else, you can't get a job, what's going to be appealing to them? Anything to survive. And what are they doing now with this country? They're trying to turn into a communist country. That is exactly what this is all leading to. And I just want to know your thoughts on it, man, because to me... There's no other reason why this stuff is here because none of it makes sense. It's completely racist that this shit's even here. And it's right in my backyard. I'm seeing it now. But what do you think about all this? So I get to thinking about, you know, back when I was in school and, you know, Scott, you and me are in our
2: thirties and, um, I remember how math changed. I remember how class changed and what, what it looks like to me is they're just trying to feed more excuses for kids to have, um, you know, if they can fill, every kid's mind with excuses instead of actually teaching them and helping their critical thinking skills, then they can grow up whining their whole life, kind of like the, you know, the soy boys in Oregon. Cause that's where this is starting out. Right. So that's what it looks like to me. Um, it looks like they're just trying to fill kids with more excuses as to why they can't do things. And they're lowering the standards of how they do their learning and the teachers, you know, I, Man, we've seen videos of teachers for for years now about how terrible they can be. Now, I, I know that there are many, many millions of, of great teachers out there, and I hope that they're not going to stand for, you know, this sort of curriculum um, because they know it's not doing any good. I mean, they ruin our history. They rewrite our history books. They, um, you know, they mess with our science by replacing our science books with mainstream science. Yep. Uh, and now <laughs> they're going after math. You know, it's, it's ridiculous. And I even remember – Stuff as far as even writing papers, man. Just the way that they they didn't want to expand your mind and make you learn how to do something. They just wanted to make you follow the rules until you could get out of the building. And what you're left with is, you know, way less than than what you should have as far as your education is concerned. It, you're right. It's
0: indoctrination, uh, fully one hundred percent. Yeah, man, it's absolutely right. Especially about our history. Our history has just been. No one no one talks about our true history. It's all whitewashed garbage. Um, they teach you the very bare basics, especially growing up. I just you know, when you go back and really look at our history, the thing is an awakened public is is what they fear most. An awakened and intelligent and intelligent um, you know, country, country people, countrymen, whatever you want to call us, patriot citizens. An awakened public is exactly what they fear and and to me, it's like things like fluoride in the water. It's all these things to dumb us down like idiots to the point where it's going to come down to our kids. And then we're going to be a country that that is only going, going to be just so smart. There's just a bar that we can't. We can't get past. And we're going to be completely reliant on the government. And we're going to be begging just to get something on the table to feed us and all that stuff. The thing is, guys, the public schools, I know this is easier said than done. Because of uh, you know parents working, people have jobs. I totally get it. If you can pull your kids out of these public schools, unless your public school is 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 a good school, and I know there's there's a bunch out there still. There's a bunch out there. Um, I'm just saying, guys, if you're if you're in any of these uh, districts that are trying to push this garbage, I would really consider I, I, I me myself personally, man, I, I I wouldn't be able to sleep at night if I was sending my kid off to be in front of one of these lefty teachers with their agendas trying to indoctrinate my kid and coming home. I I couldn't even imagine if my son were to grow up and he were to come home one day after being in public school and he calls me a racist because this is what the teacher said. And my teacher's smart. Teacher went to college. Daddy, you didn't go to college. This teacher is a little bit smarter than you, so I think I'm going to blew the teacher over you. And my teacher says you're a racist because, and I'm a racist too because we're white. Dude, I would lose my mind if anything like that were to happen. But what, what what we're seeing here is that that's where it's going. They're they're going to try to split families, dude. Look what's happening with with January sixth. Look what's happening with that. The FBI is going going to people's houses, and you have family members literally calling the local FBI and be like, "Hey, uh, my dad, my dad's got this job. Uh, he was at he was at he was on DC. I think he went inside. Um, here's his address. Here's his phone number. Here's his work schedule. You should go talk to him." dude, this is what's happening. And this is yeah. exactly what these people want. It's happening already to certain people. Um, it's just scary. It really is scary to see where this is going. But um, we have to laugh at it a little bit, man. Is there anything else you want to say on this before we get to the uh, this California school board that got caught talking shit and they all got fired?
2: <laughs> um, you know, real quick, I just want to say that you know they know we know that they're trying to turn neighbors on neighbors based on political views and and then all this other you know BS that they try to throw out and that's where this this community is so important that's where your own community in real life is so important um, is to get out and speak with people and actually get involved again because. With this happening inside of our schools, you're right. It comes home. It comes back to the parents. And some of these parents actually agree with it. They send their kids there happily. You know, those people do exist. I don't think they're, you know, the majority by any means. I'm just saying it is out there. Yeah. Um, and they're totally, you know, indoctrinated by it too. Um, and it's it's just nuts. But, yeah,
0: man, we can keep moving on. Thanks, uh, Rich, for the uh, donation here. Uh, thank you. Keep the <laughs> keep the racist thin i'm not sure what that means but yeah thank you uh (laughs) heather loving the foxhole foxhole chat and i find it you guys are great thank you so much heather that's awesome thank you for always showing up to the show you you donate every single show i i thank you uh let's see here sassy says is roku bro can't give you on tv i will have to check that i hope not i will definitely have to uh have to check that i hope not um so, yeah, guys, keep those Super Chats coming. Keep the Chats coming. I will get that. Uh, I'll, I'll check out the Roku in a little bit. I'll see what's going on with that. But keep them coming, guys. I'll read your Super Chats on there. So with this uh, with this theme of these uh, teachers and racism and all this stuff, there was uh, a leaked video. Now it wasn't even leaked. This was their own dumbass uh, decisions on their own. These This California school board, they left their Zoom meeting um, public. It wasn't private, and they thought it was private. This got out. And these are the conversations. These are like what I always say, man, with uh, like Project Veritas, with big tech, uh, with judges, corrupt politicians. All these people feed us snake oil on camera. And as soon as they go off camera, when they're in their private conversations, we know they are the biggest bigots out there. Most racist people, most people that just inject conspiracy theories that are just... Completely fake. It's all lies. I mean, you know these people have these conversations. We just can never prove it because we're not in their circles. Well, we got a sneak peek into one out in California, a California school board that was literally mocking parents and saying they were going to F them up. And teachers, these teachers saying they just want their babysitters back. And guys, I sympathize with you because my, my son is not in school. He's he's going to be he's going to be end up being homeschooled anyways. But for the people that had to work, they had to make a decision do I, do I stay with my job? Um, do I stay with my kids? I can't find anyone to watch my kids while I'm at work. Those hard decisions were made. And I can tell you, out here in New York, when we were told two weeks to flatten the curve, a lot of parents were feeling pretty good. Okay, we'll make these adjustments. This will just be for a, a month, maybe a few months at best. A few months at best. And we are now approaching, I think, we're, I think we're past our one-year anniversary, man, as far as COVID, with the mask mandates and the lockdowns that started and you yep. have you have these California school board members literally talking garbage about these parents. You guys are gonna see right here, right now, what these people are saying. This is what they didn't want you to see. Take a watch.
1: Just to encourage you. Yeah. People it's easy to hide behind a screen and put it in. Oh, yeah. now. But when you're face to face with people, it's a whole different it's a whole different ball game. You know? Well, what's funny is that uh, she's friends with who I went to Idol Tower, and the it, it was posted on my social media, someone else posted it. It's like whatever, I wasn't doing anything bad. I could I really I honestly don't care about that part. But you know what? Are we alone? Yeah. <laughs> hey, bitch, if you're gonna call me out, I'm gonna fuck you up.
2: Sorry, <laughs> oh, okay. right, wow. that's just me. <laughs> That's just you. You
1: know, they forget that there's real people on the other side of those those letters that they're writing. Yes, we're real community members. We have kids or have known kids that have gone to these schools. Right, Have a vested interest in this process, and they don't know what we right. behind the scenes. And it's really unfortunate exactly. that they, they want to pick on us because right. they want their babysitters back. Right. Um, right. Right.
0: I they want their babysitters back. Bitch. Oh, hey, no. She goes, "Are we alone? Are we alone?" "Oh, we are." Okay, my real my real bitchy sides. Oh yeah. Bitch, I'm going to fuck you up." She says that about a parent. And you know, I have friends that are teachers. I know what they deal with. Some parents, they're awful. They're awful to deal with. And I'm not I'm not saying every parent out there their child is is uh, is a saint by any means. But these general conversations were happening and it gets worse. Because this next clip I'm about to show you, um, this guy says pretty much that uh, parents are just they're they're sitting at home smoking weed all day while they watch their kids, and then they finally realize at the end of this, this is the best part, that their meeting was not private at all; it was very public. Let's watch the second video here.
1: I I totally hear that because my brother had a, a delivery. Yeah, my brother had a delivery service for medical. Marijuana. The clientele were parents with their kids in school. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And so when you got when you got your kids at home, no more Friday, no more years, <laughs> No. <in smoke> <laughs> <laughs> Your quarterback might be trained. You're not happy. I heard. Frankie's oh, not here. ready to right now. All three of our candidates are on and ready to go when we're ready to go.
0: Okay. Uh-oh.
1: Moralonier, <laughs> just FYI, you guys have the meeting. Oh, we have the meeting open to the public right now. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> That's what Lori just said. Look
0: at that face. Great. Hold Hi. on, guys. Look at this face right here. Look at that face. No way, do we? Fuck. <laughs> 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 and, guys, this was, I don't know how long this conversation went. It might have been 10, 15 minutes long. But they were talking shit about the parents. They were, about, they were talking about, you know, kids. Parents, yeah, they're just, you know, they're just home every day. We, they don't know what us teachers go through. They don't know anything. They just want their babysitters back so they can they can just smoke weed all day on the couch. Are you joking me? Like, kid, dude, like, kids are literally killing themselves at home right now because they're not around their friends. They don't have lunch together. They don't have recess. Parents are watching their kids suffer. And these fucking teachers, and there's so many of them, and these unions... They are just leeches. And guess what I saw? Yes, I saw in the chats. They are still, they are collecting their paychecks. These parents are suffering. Some of them are getting two, three, four jobs to try to figure out and to be home for these hybrid schedules. All this bullshit that they're trying to do with uh, these in-screen Zoom, uh, the Zoom teaching. That is absolutely awful. You can see there's no, there's reports of all these things coming out saying they on. Uh, what they're learning and what and their grades and the failure rate is so much higher with this uh with this at-home teaching through Zoom it's awful and these and and all these these board members they're all laughing they're all laughing and joking and of oh, they just want their babysitters back they have no idea these kids are dying and on top of it I find I'll let you get your um your um uh, your your take on this they have so, no idea what the the future as far as the what's the damage they don't know yet we don't we're not two three five years down the road of mm-hmm. what these uh, these lockdowns have done go for it yeah man um, you know it's weird but my dad was a teacher too and um, wow dude
2: that's weird we brothers <laughs> yeah so. <laughs> You know, I, I was in his classes, too, and I got to hear the outside conversation from from my dad's point of view. And, yeah, you know, kids are terrible. Teachers have, you know, a, a very tough time a lot of the times because parents weren't, you know, doing their job at home. And so they, they get to school and they act out and everything. So these conversations happen between teachers where they let out their, their stress and everything about students and having to teach. But this kind of conversation right here is the one that, you know, they never wanted the public to hear because it's terrible. And you're right. They're selfish, man. They're actually getting paid to stay home. You know, while these other parents that aren't even able to work are having to keep their kids at home. And, you know, they, they look at it from the angle that we want babysitters. Well, why can't we want education? Should, why don't they believe that parents actually want their kids to be taught properly in school. Is it so unbelievable that we just want our kids to return to school and have a great education? Or is the conversation always going to be, they just want our babies, their babysitters back. You know, if, if that's the way that they're going to view all of these parents out here, then there's no reason to have your kid in that school because they're not going to get taught anything good anyway. That's the way I see it. And, and man, you know, you mentioned those Zoom calls and everything from the from the teachers as far as the virtual learning. That's when I made the decision that my kid was not going to be in public school because that teacher saw, what was it? It was like a Red rider, you know, BB gun or something on the wall, and they called the cops on the parents, and then they showed up at their house. Yep. I mean, it's ridiculous to have to even, you know, live in a world where that sort of thing is happening, and it makes you fearful to even – you know do any of the virtual learning or anything like that and if those are the kind of people that's going to be teaching your kids man you know it's just it's just terrible you don't i don't know anybody that actually agrees with any of this like i don't know anybody personally that agrees with any of this so right you know i encourage everyone to you know if you can do homeschool private school whatever is available to you research your school go talk to to the teachers meet the teachers Get a feel for them, you know. Go to the meetings if they have them. That way, you can have a better feel for what's going on in your own districts, you know.
0: Absolutely, dude. I totally agree with everything you said. It's really disgusting that, um, you know, the parents they're they're already feeling terrible about what's going on. These kids are suffering, and I saw in the chat too. uh, Somebody wrote in the foxhole chat: um, the parents aren't even allowed with these Zoom meetings. They said, uh, "Let me see if I can find it real quick." It was really worth. Finding here, it was paid. Oh yeah. yeah, they're not allowed to be in the rooms. Yeah, that that's uh, it, yeah, uh, Leon, uh, Leonel Wilbur. It's really bad with special needs children. They don't even try to teach them, and don't want parents knowing what goes on in the class. That to me is so scary because if for me to have full trust, if you're gonna have a, if you're gonna be a parent and have full trust in the system, and this goes with anything, politics, everything, you need to have transparency into what you're doing, into what you're teaching. And as soon as you start getting secretive and you start, no, 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 we want to, and I understand part of that is probably due to um, helicopter parents that teachers probably can't stand. So I know there is a balance there somewhere, but I would personally, if I'm going, if I was going to decide to send my child to a school, I would personally would want to a meet the teacher face to face. Um, We don't have to talk about politics, but I want to know that you're not going to try to inject your politics your uh, anything that maybe I won't agree with um, into your classroom. Teach my kids education. Teach them what they came here for. Keep all the other bullshit out of it. Me as the parent, I'll worry about that. I'll, I'll instill what I believe are the best morals for my own kid. But it's really bad, man. And, you know, when stuff like this comes out, it's, imagine if you lived in this district, dude, and your kids were already going to the school. If that my kids were in this school district, they'd be already pulled out, if I, especially oh, yeah. if I saw this. But it's really funny because best part about the story, guys, they all, they all were let go. Now, that's just a nice way of saying they, were, they probably came to a mutual decision that, hey, this came out. Uh, this is a PR nightmare, and we will not survive this at all if we do anyways. At all, we need, you guys need to go. And they all were let go. And they put out a statement, this is from the Epic Times, saying, As trustees, we realize it is our responsibility to model the conduct that we expect of our students and staff and it is our obligation to build confidence build confidence in district leadership. That's that's gone. Our comments failed uh, in both regards, and for this, we offer our sincerest apology. We're so sorry, parents. We're so sorry. To help facilitate the healing process, we will be resigning our positions effective immediately. And to end it, I look forward to working with the OUESD community to determine the best course of action to fill these seats with people who will represent the best interests of students, families, teachers, and school staff. Now... If I was in this district, I had the time to do time to get involved with this. This is a perfect opportunity to get your ass inside of your school board to make sure shit like this doesn't ever happen again. And you can, you yourself can actually do a positive change, man. And that's that's the thing. If we're able to take opportunities like this locally, take that opportunity. But, you know, it's California. So good luck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for
2: sure, man. And I just want to add one more thing, and that's that. You know, a lot of these teachers use the excuse that it's the curriculum, that they have to teach it. I remember uh, in my history class, you know, they, they'd send in new new books every year. Um, and the, my history teacher, he's, he's a great dude, and he'd go through the book to see what was missing, pretty much. And so during the, during the course, I remember he would teach us a lot of stuff, but he would also say this is not going to be on the test because that's not – it doesn't go by – the, uh, the school board's curriculum. So a lot of these teachers are just going to use this as an excuse to say, you know, don't get mad at me for teaching you your kid, this, uh, this, this fake education, because that's what, you know, I'm hired to do. I'm hired to read out of this book that they gave me. I don't have a choice on it. And that's, uh, that's the way a lot of schools and places
0: are. So, you know, be prepared for that kind of jump too. Absolutely, man. It's really terrible to see, uh, you know, to me, the school system is broke um, Trump was on yep. his way to fixing it and uh, we're going to have to see what happens. But as far as I me, mean, parents going forward, I mean, my God, you're going to have to either homeschool or find a private school or something if you can afford it. Um, or if you're lucky, you have it, you have a public school, um, that will, you know, that'll, that'll do the right thing and teach your kids, uh, not any of this crap, crap. But, uh, <laughs> last thing I want to get to, man, as far as this theme with uh, racism, um, being taught in our schools, just racism in general, um, that, and because it, it, it's not just in our in our in our you know middle school, elementary, high school, we know this goes all the way up to colleges, especially uh, colleges like Harvard um, that do these do these studies that you know don't have any bias or narrative involved with them at all. Um, <laughs> the thing is that does exist, and they came out with this study, and, and I'm actually going to be using guys, I know, shocker to everybody, going to be using a CNN article uh, to show you guys this story. This was a real study done by Harvard and it has everything to do with reparations for slavery. And this is relevant because Joe Biden and Jen Psaki have recently come out saying that they are looking at the possibility of studying things like reparations for, for, um, for minority groups, specifically the uh, for blacks. And they want to put resources into researching this to see if it can help Specifically a study, guys, COVID-19 being racist, and I'm not joking. They really believe this. COVID-19, and actually, I'll show you the actual study real quick, the key points from it to get you guys warmed up. The highlights from this study, this is from Science Direct. This is the this is a specific study right from uh, Harvard. Uh, black Americans are suffering from dis- disappro- uh, disproportionate incidents of COVID-19. So black Americans... COVID-19 is racist. This disparity is driven by structural racism. says it right there. The potential health impacts of racial justice, interventions are rarely explored. Reparations for black Americans would have decreased their COVID-19 risk. So guys, having money, getting more money in reparations can literally, this is science, decrease your COVID-19 risk. A reparative program would also have decreased RO for the population at large. And just to touch on this briefly, guys, because I'm pretty sure you get the point on all this. These studies are coming out, and because, you know, it's from Harvard, um, it must be true. This is the kind of programming that outlets like CNN, they're trying to fully inject this into the uh, public consciousness, and it's not working. But I want to talk about it anyways, because this is so asinine. That when you look at Harvard, and and you think about sending your kids to these kinds of schools, what really are you learning about? So... The group of researchers from Harvard Medical School and the Lancet Commission on Reparations and Redistributive Justice uh, examined how reparation payments made before the pandemic would have affected Louisiana, a state that remained segregated in parts, and found that the payments could have reduced coronavirus and transmission in the state anywhere between 31 to 68%. And guys, I'm gonna find the amounts um, that they were that they were studying here to give uh, to give African Americans. It says our study simply gives yet another example of racism gets into people's bodies (laughs) and makes them sick, which can be added to this litany. So this, they're literally saying guys, COVID itself brings its own racism with it and gets inside of your body. This is very real. And this is their study guys. Now look at the amounts they were talking about and studying with this. They made their calculations with a model that would pay $250,000 in reparations per person, per person, or $800,000 per household. They're saying these amounts would at least help with the COVID outbreak. The laughing. The, the thing about this is, man, that I laugh, Joe Biden has to be twisted and turned and poked and prodded just to give the American people $1,400 that he said should last every American till, uh, till uh, July. And you're talking about giving one person, $250,000. Can you imagine, I find it, how this would go over if this was that to actually be implemented? You have- Man, I have no idea, because this is, this
2: is something that I can't see ever coming into fruition just because of how ridiculous it is. Um, but again, we have to talk about it because it's, it's out there in the world. They're, they are talking about this. They're doing it, which means we have to you know confront it as well. Um, I don't know what to think about racist Rona. Um, that one doesn't make any sense <laughs> to me at all. Uh, but, you know, they're they're trying to come out and say that if we gave, you know, if, if the government were to give reparation money to black people, that they wouldn't be able to get COVID as much. That, isn't that what we're saying here? So I don't, I don't really understand that, that frame of mind or where that comes from or where they're trying to go with it, especially if they won't even hand out $1,000 to families, you know. And, I mean, I don't. I don't know whether I I read something earlier about they were saying that black people weren't going out and getting, you know, the the vaccines and and things like that. Like less black people were going to get the vaccine, which kind of ties back into, you know, Biden's statement about how they don't know how to use the Internet. And what they're really trying to prevent themselves from saying is black people don't want the shot. Um, you know, that's that's where I see it going. And that's what they're afraid to say out loud. And it's because people are actually smart. <laughs> they, yeah. They've been researching this stuff ever since it started. And, and you know, it people don't want to go get it. And so they're trying to turn this back around on the other side. And say that they're not smart. You know, that's what Biden's standing up there saying is that they're not smart, and we need to <laughs> right. give them more money. <laughs> that's right. Oh they God. don't
0: know how to use the internet.
2: I forgot that one too. <laughs> they're just so <laughs> right. dumb. Oh but yeah, man, God. we're dealing with the racist Rona out here now. It apparently can seep into your skin. Uh, racism is a virus, and it it apparently is just
0: latching on to the Rona. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah, and guys, I I don't. The, yeah, the, we broke the chat on Foxhole again because the amount of people. So I apologize it's getting worked on right now um so this and this uh you can always enjoy the d live chat and the uh, twitch chat until it gets up and running this is the thing guys we've been working out the kinks um this is a huge thing that we're tackling as far as a live stream platform so that's what's going on with the it, guys it's going to be fixed and uh, we, we just thank you guys for your patience on that yeah man it's absolutely nuts what we're seeing right now but you know this is the world we live in right now and unfortunately you guys are aware of it now you're very, you're a lot more aware of it than you were, and now that you know these studies are out there, I wouldn't be sending my kids to Harvard either. So it's absolutely crazy what we're witnessing, but this is where we're at right now. But just want to bring in my second sponsor of the show tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I've been talking about AlulaWellness.com or BreakthroughM2. It's the same business. This is my mother's diet business. I've been doing this diet myself. I'm down 20 pounds now in two weeks which is absolutely fantastic it slows down after a while but still the average weight loss is still about two one two three pounds a day and all that good stuff so guys we're bringing it back again breakthrough m2 is a fast effective healthy weight loss program that uses homeopic liquid drops in a structured balanced diet the drops support the body's ability to help to clean and get rid of abnormal toxic fat that your body doesn't need which is the abnormal fat While on the program, you'll take your drops three times a day before breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We use detailed food lists and exact amounts to help you easily plan your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You'll drink 90 ounces of water or half your body weight in ounces of water, whichever is greater every day. And in five to six weeks, the average weight loss for women is 20 to 25 pounds. and men can lose 30 to 40 pounds. Doing a program teaches you how to make the best decisions for your body to help you keep the weight off. This can be the last diet you ever do. So, guys, when you sign up, this is what you'll be looking at. This is the sign-up sheet. This will get you your consolation phone call with one of the coaches. That will get you on your way to losing that COVID weight. We all got some weight to lose. We all need to get fit by the springtime before summer gets here, especially me, before I get down to Florida. I can't be having that dad bod. So, guys, go check it out at aluthewellness.com and uh, get healthy. Get that weight down and all that good stuff. This can be the last die you ever do, guys. So please check that out. The mods are sharing the links right now and all that good stuff. Remember, when you support my sponsors, you do support this channel. So thank you, guys. Let me just make sure I haven't missed any super chats. I uh, have not missed any more super chats. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. And thank you, for the guy, uh, thank you guys for the ones that have given today. And I know you guys have been asking for the baby registry. Um, I will have that out for you tomorrow. We have uh, me and my wife. We we've gotten it together, and um, it's finished. We just have to get the uh, links out and the names. It's going to be through Target and Amazon, I believe. Um, and I'll have that out for you tomorrow because I, I guess well, I'll break the news now. We're going to be doing we'll be doing Drunk Societies tomorrow. You're you're more than welcome if if you want. I find it, but I will definitely <laughs> be doing Drunk Societies tomorrow night, and um, I'll have that out for all of you uh, tomorrow, so you guys can uh, you guys can start looking. So we really. Really appreciate all the help, and it looks like uh, the Foxhole chat is back up and running. Get, damn, guys, you fixed that quick! Really, really appreciate that. So, I find it what I want to talk about in the second half of the show is I want to talk about Nancy Pelosi. I want to talk about this general that she has hired um, to look into the the uh, the January sixth, uh, you know, riot, you know, uh, Capitol riots, and I also want to talk about Nancy's uh, history with her father. All this stuff is very fascinating to me, and it's playing directly. I'm seeing history repeat itself. Yep. Um, I find it, and where I want to begin here is this from Becker News: uh, newly uncovered social media posts from Pelosi's general prove anti-Trump part, uh, partisanship. And guys, this is going to be the person that's going to be looking into again the January 6th events and getting to the bottom of it. And of course, of course, if we were to have to, if we were to have somebody um, investigate this, we wouldn't want to have any bias, right? Well. That's already out the gate. That's gone. Uh, Speaker Pelosi made an extraordinary move and wants a general to preside over a 9-11-style type commission to purportedly get to the bottom of these riots. What is this dude's name? This guy's name. I got it right down here. Russell Honore. Honore. And these tweets here were recently deleted. And you guys are going to catch a piece of it right here. Uh, This is uh, Honore here talking about Josh Halley, this little piece of shit with his Yale law degree should be run out of D.C. and disbarred a ASAP. Triple A hats. These Yale and Harvard law grads is high order white privilege. Okay, well that I, I, I find I think I, I think I could probably say who he voted for. Um, That's right. This other one here was test test test. Been saying this since March, and here's a uh, a, a meme he must have made between him and Trump. And last one here. COVID-19, the at the White House shit show, wear your damn mask, stay, stay your ass at home. So I don't know if that's some, some lingo that he used. I don't know what any of that is, but uh, he says the future we fear is here. So guys, remember when the impeachment trial was happening and all the Democrats like, yo, we're going to, we're going to bring in witnesses. We're going to, we're going to extend this. We're going to make this a show for weeks. Months if we have to, because it's all against Orange Man Bad. And what happened, guys? Do you remember what happened? The Dems wanted to bring in uh, these uh, these witnesses, and Trump's lawyers had over 300 ready to go and more, and the Dems backed off because it leaked out that one of the witnesses they were going to bring in was going to be Nancy Pelosi and D.C. Mayor Bowser themselves, and when that happened, she backed down. And I can tell you right now, guys, she backed down because Nancy Pelosi, she had everything to do With these riots, she had every opportunity to bring in the National Guard and she had every opportunity to help with the security in all this. And we all know we we can't prove it, but we all know we all know this entire thing was a setup. We all know that these Democrats, not not Democrats, probably politicians on both sides had everything to do with this riot, with the Capitol Police letting these uh, riders in all that. So she's got some crimes to hide. I can I can say that I would put money down on that. She definitely has some uh, skeletons in the closet. So what I want to play real quick here, I want you guys to see exactly what this general is about. And then we're going to, t- we're going to look into Nancy's father and just the, just the ironic ties and coincidences between the actions of her father and Nancy today. All of this is going to make much more sense. Let's watch this video for Matt Gates real quick on this general. I have
2: asked retired Lieutenant General Russell Honore to lead an immediate review of
1: security infrastructure, interagency processes, and command and control. Uh, I went into the Capitol rolling, and them hats took a lighter from me. You understand?
2: General Honore explained that conservatives on the Capitol Police Force were to blame when he was asked about what happened with security. Watch this.
1: By percentage, 30 to 40% of the line officers are Trumpsters. And they allowed the buddies in yesterday. So they, they, they had help inside the force, and you can assume about 30% of that force support the guy in the White House. That's just the demographics.
0: I think you tweeted that Donald Trump, Rudy Giuliani, and Donald Trump Jr. should be, should be
2: arrested uh, for uh, uh, causing an insurrection.
0: Absolutely.
2: General Honoré believes that elected members of Congress, people like U.S. Representative Lauren Boebert, shouldn't be allowed to fly on commercial aircraft because of her political views, quote, put her on a no-fly list. He said something similar about Senator Josh Hawley, the senator from Missouri, quote, this little piece of crap with his Yale law degree should be run out of D.C. and disbarred.
1: As hard as we try as an institution in the military, Among us are people who think the election was stolen. What they really are are PO'd about, they are worried that they will lose their white power. They don't like the browning of America. It it took the sheet off a bunch of people proclaiming themselves to be conservatives. And what they are, are racist. Yesterday, because it exposed the BS that's been going on at Mar-a-Lago, And all these other places, these folks go off and do their planning. And we have an opportunity now with all three branches of government to do something about it.
0: Wow, man. This is the man that uh, Nancy Pelosi has hired. All the white sheets came off during the January 6th events. That's what he said. The white sheets have come off because we're all upset of the browning of America. Yeah, that, that's what, that's what we're all upset about. I'm sure. So what about all the other Trump supporters, man, that are black, that are Latino? What, what did you think about all this stuff, man? Man, they don't like to talk
2: about those people. Uh, they don't even like to uh, admit that they exist. Anybody, but, but a white person that, that voted for Trump just doesn't exist inside of the mainstream. Isn't that right? Cause They don't want to talk about them, but, um, you know, they couldn't have picked a more perfect person, in in my opinion, that would have just told us straight up from the get-go what kind of direction they're trying to head with this because there's no question about it. He's just a flat-out racist. He hates all of us. He hates anybody that voted for Trump, and he's corralling us, putting us all into one singular group, and it doesn't matter if you're black, Latino, Mexican, whatever – You are inside of this group. You're white and you're a racist. That's that's the way that they want to paint this. And I mean, he's even saying like the uh, the amount of police officers that were out that day doing their job. They're they're They need to be gone because of who they voted for, not because of maybe their action on that day or anything like that, but because of who they voted for. That's his direction of trying to get rid of these people. It's terrible, dude. It's, it's terrible, but you yeah. know, he's, he's in that club, you know, and, and yep. he's got the
0: same colors printed all over him as Nancy Pelosi. Absolutely. And I'm looking here in the chat here on D live uh, D Patriot, 1776 says, I would love to hear general Flynn's thoughts on him. I can tell you right now um, they're probably not anything good. And yes, he probably does love communism because that's what Nancy Pelosi and even her father was uh, proven to get, get, into bed with these kind of people which leads us directly when I wanted to show you guys um, with what we're seeing here, because there seems to be a trend um, with the, like the Pelosi family, the Newsom family. These families seem to have deep connections to past crimes, um, past laziness, things that these things have been going on for generations. And, you know, I, I don't consider myself new anymore to this movement. As far as who, who I knew the players are, I didn't really know too much about Nancy's father and her family. Until I found this article today, which I find just so, so coincidental. And now, before I even do this, these FBI documents that came out, these were actually memos um, that were released from the FBI. Guess what date, guys? January 6th of this year, which is very suspicious to me. And sometimes I got to think, are there angels still left in the FBI that are doing the right thing? Because the fact that this came out on the 6th, man... This is crazy. What am I talking about? I'm talking about this right here from just the news. So it says amid capital riots, FBI releases files from Kennedy era investigation into Nancy Pelosi's father. Uh, and this is and her father. His name was Thomas D. Alessandro uh, uh, Jr. Took payoffs from applicants to the police force and helped to hinder the investigation and prosecutions of certain crimes. Wow. Let's look at this and see what this has to say. So, while Washington, D.C. was riveted January 6th on events of the Capitol, the FBI quietly released a trove of files from an urgent yet seemingly controlled investigation that took place 60 years ago into Nancy Pelosi's father. The files revealed the results of an intense two-month investigation into Thomas D. Alessandro, Jr., a Maryland politician who served in a long career as a member of Congress and mayor of Baltimore. John F. Kennedy's White House ordered this investigation after JFK planned to appoint De Alessandro to a government post a routine FBI name check revealed allegations, that's in quotes against De Alessandro according to uh, to a February 6, 1961 teletype from FBI director who was at the time J. Edgar Hoover the urgent teletype seemed to signal the goal of ensuring that De Alessandro would be appointed to a government watchdog board that reviewed defense contracts, so yeah you're obviously going to vet somebody that's going to be looking over defense contracts, that makes sense, but what were their concerns? It says the White House has requested that we proceed with a special inquiry investigation, but that if substantial derogatory information were to be developed, we should report this and discontinue any relationship with this guy. That was written on page 19 of this trove. So in sometimes il- il- uh, il- il- eligible and heavily redacted reproductions, the 248-page collection shows the FBI agents were tasked with running down rumors and facts surrounding this man. So what, what were these supposed rumors about? So, the allegations of uh, Nancy's father have been associated with the Baltimore criminal element and redacted, and the son, Franklin Roosevelt de Alessandro, has been arrested for rape. An agent wrote on page 14. The allegations may have been rumor. the agent noted, but elsewhere in the trove, agents wrote about the son who was arrested and acquitted on charges that saw others convicted of raping two young girls aged 11 and 13. The young Sandro who died in 2007, also was tried and acquitted of perjury in relation to that case. So, you have allegations of rape um, of underage girls. This is within Nancy's family. In 1945, it was alleged that one Charles F. Uh, Camarada had been able to get away with all sorts of criminal activities in Baltimore. Maryland had operated almost unmolested due to his friendship with and the protection of Congress. D'Alessandro Sandro one an unnamed agent wrote in January 30th. So it looked like there were certain promises made, I find it and protection and uh, assurances made that don't worry if, if you get caught with anything, I got you, I got you. Yeah. And in the same memo, which begins on page 30 of the collection, the agent summarizes allegations that are powerful. D'Alessandro took payoffs from applicants to the police force and that he helped to hinder the investigation and prosecution of certain crimes And to top it off, ladies and gentlemen, to top it off, the following year, the memo notes de Alessandro was reported as the main speaker at an event for the International Workers Order, an insurance organization placed on a list of subversive organizations by the U.S. Attorney General in 1947 and later disbanded by the Order of New York State Insurance. Why were they disbanded? Because they were too closely aligned with the Communist Party in violation of regulations prohibiting political activity in the industry. So summary guys, Nancy Pelosi's father had a reputation and was being accused of these things of working with certain groups, especially close to communism, paying off police officers or police departments to keep quiet on certain things and to help cover up any kind of crimes within Baltimore as well. And all this other good stuff sounds to me. I find it just like what we're seeing here um, with what happened with the Capitol Police because as far as I know, the man who shot the unarmed Trump supporter, the woman that got shot through the neck, has yeah. not been charged. But the ones that are being thrown on the sword are the ones that are being that allowed the Trump supporters in and all that other stuff. But Nancy, Nancy doesn't want to testify in any of this. I wonder why. What are your thoughts on this, man?
2: Uh, it looks like history repeating itself. And, and we've had many opportunities to look back into Nancy Pelosi. You know, we know about... Uh, her investments into Dominion. We've seen the, you know, the backdoor trade deals that she's made. And we've also seen her family now, and we're sitting here talking about that, but her dad and everything was basically in the mob. You know, that's the way I understand it. <laughs> yeah. And so when you're in the House of Representatives or if you're a Senator or whatever, and you're you're calling these people, you've got your little black book and you're calling the police station to get your, uh, you know, your backdoor guy or whatever to do the work for you. And you're going to hand him a couple of grand this is the type of stuff that we're watching happen all over again with Nancy Pelosi. And that's the reason that she didn't want to get up there on the stand because she's afraid that they had, they had, we had already found those people. We have all the proof. We've sat them in a room and gotten their, you know, their testimonies for having these conversations with Pelosi, whether it may have been through a couple of people or not, you know, she's going to be taken from the playbook that she knows. And when she grew up in this type of lifestyle in little Italy or wherever it was, Yep. This is what she saw. This this type of lifestyle that she's living was a life that she already saw lived by her father, and and you can tell just by by knowing her from any time that she gets up in front of a podium to speak that this is her intent. She doesn't have you know good intentions in mind, and so man, this is just our fam- You know, their family continuing their generational you know hatred towards the american people that's 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 what this is by definition to me
0: absolutely and the texan wrote in the foxhole chat pelosi's family ran baltimore like the clintons ran arkansas yeah man that's a perfect comparison and that's exactly what this is now does it make more sense ladies and gentlemen that she hired this general uh that is supposed to be you know bipartisan completely you know rule the Let's look at this without being objective. We have to be objective, not having left or right views. Clearly, clearly they are going, Nancy is going to go use this general. This general is going to probably uh, charge uh, these officers, whoever these police officers were that allowed them. Cause he called them. Uh, he already said they took off the white robes when they let them into the doors. Um, this to me, ladies and gentlemen, is history repeating itself. And to Nancy, this is business as usual, guys. We need to cover up crimes. We got Trump out. We can now label their entire base terrorist. This is great. And on top of it, I got our we got the man, the face that's gonna take all these questions now. I hire this General Honore. He is gonna he's gonna make sure that we we, the swamp, are protected. That's exactly what is happening here. And you can see it with their family history that her father was aligned with communists. he was also aligned with covering up crimes. And even paying paying uh, police departments and all that other stuff sounds exactly like he had taught Nancy the uh, the, the the playbook. That's exactly yeah. what we're seeing here. And I saw the apple doesn't fall fall, uh, fall from far. I just botched it. You guys know what I'm going to say. But yeah, that's exactly what we're seeing here, man.
2: Yeah, you're exactly right, man. And and. To, to that point, you know, we all saw the videos. We've seen the Wooze News or whichever one, take your pick. There's a 100 of them. But they stood to the side and they let these people walk in. That wasn't because the police officers were just scared or that they just didn't want to do their job or anything like that. It's because they were told to do it. You know, that's yep. the reason that they didn't have enough security. We, that's the reason that they talked to Bowser and, the, and that the guy that they made fall on the sword, he said he wanted more security there and they refused it. You know, we've got the actions that happened before the 6 that show us the evidence of of all of this and it is definitely behind it pelosi is definitely behind it because you see who she just hired she's giving herself away and it's not what do they always say it's always the cover up that gets them caught <laughs> yeah. you know and that's the way that this looks to me because this is the cover up and the guy that they hired to do the cover up is even more terrible than the rest of them. So, you know, it's just too obvious almost. Like,
0: try harder, idiots. You know, that's what it looks like to me. Absolutely. And Shoots19 says, no de- no need to drink, Scott. No, don't worry. Guys. I, I'm not drinking. Bon- I am stone cold sober right now. It's not why I just botched the uh, my last metaphor, okay? So you guys can suck it. I love you guys. Oh, and, uh, and uh, thanks for the donation out there. It
2: says, for I wish to remain anonymous. So I appreciate you out there. You're helping me out a lot, trying to get this doing better. So
0: I just want to say thank you. I love that you get donations too, man. That's that's awesome. But yeah, guys, it makes so much sense because think about it. If the Capitol Police officers that are going to be investigated and talked to and interrogated, and they were given orders from Nancy or whoever about, we were told uh, to stand down by this person which would lead all the way up to Nancy Pelosi. Now they have the man, the head of the uh, the head of these investigation, saying, "Oh no, no, no! You Trump supporter, you can't blame Nancy. Why did you do that? You're racism. You're a racist." They now have that person that's going to be that roadblock for anybody that does speak up. They're going to have this asshole that's going to be standing above them, saying, "No, no, no, no! You're wrong. They're not. They're not going to. He's not going to do a real investigation on this. They're going to. They're looking for anybody to paint." Um, as you know Trump supporters or you know these people have been radicalized by you know Trump's uh, you know rhetoric and all this other garbage that these people say um, now she's got her, her plant installed and uh, to me it's so obvious what they're doing and how this is all being carried out but as, as I always like to do guys you've been awesome tonight thank you all for joining want to end on some good news Trump is getting back out in the public and just a quick to quickly to report here This is from Gateway Pundit to be uh, Trump to begin vetting candidates at Mar-a-Lago. Not really much else to say on this. There's candidates that are going to be going in uh, that are going to be pretty much getting interviewed by Trump at this point. They're going to be vetted and they're going to be vetted at Mar-a-Lago. And pretty much he's going to be getting people ready for the 2022 midterms, which seems forever from now. But, you know, this is uh, this seems to be the path that's going. And Trump will also also the next time we're going to hear from Trump is um, from CPAC. On February 28th, which I'm gonna be, I'm you know if we can, if this will be live streamed, I'm sure RSPN will be all over it. I'll try to get this on as well, guys. I don't know if February 28th, that is a oh, it's a Sunday. Okay, so it'll probably be sun, it'll probably be Sunday afternoon, Sunday night, sometime about that. But it's news. It'll be something to talk about. Curious to see what he says. Um, this will be his first, really, uh, his first real big, uh, moment besides the thing is when he was talking about Rush Limbaugh, he didn't really want to talk about anything else out of respect for the, a friend of his totally understandable, totally fine. But this one, we're going to really kind of see what path, what, uh, what direction we're going to be going and what Trump, and I know people are like, Oh, we don't want to talk about 2022, 2024. We need to do something now. Let's see what happens guys. We can only take this one day at a time. Um, with all this. Do you have any thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it sucks that we have to keep following along with all
2: this stuff whenever there's so much left that's that's unanswered that we don't necessarily want to get memory hold. Right. And, you know, I just want everybody to remember is we're going to have to keep following these narratives and keep talking about them and keep calling them out. But at the same time, I don't want anybody to forget, you know, obviously big things like the election was stolen. Right. I want to keep screaming that from the mountaintops. But, you know, a lot of our time has to be spent, uh, you know, calling out this other BS that they're trying to push on the world because at the speed that it happens, you know, a story will come out and it'll just be gone. But the, re- the effects from it are still ongoing. And so, you know, I just want to put that out there and <laughs> I want to let everybody know in the chat, you know, Scott asked me earlier today, he's like, So you want to, are we going to, you feel comfortable going and talking about racism? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, let's do it. You know, these are these are tough subjects, and um, but that's why we're here. That's why we're here to talk about them. It's all the tough stuff, and all y'all out there in the chat giving your two cents and uh, and joining us. in that is going to be what what brings all of this to to the next level is having these discussions.
0: So, absolutely, yeah, man. man, absolutely. Yeah, it's right now, guys. We're making lemons. We're making. You know, am I about to botch another metaphor? I find it. <laughs> I don't know what I was about to say. <laughs> Forget it, man. Maybe, maybe I do need to have some bourbon, guys. Just for you. <laughs> it's, guys, it's been it's not been easy um, doing these shows ever since Biden uh, was was inaugurated. I'm just being honest with you all. Um, the news has not been fun to cover. Um, there's not a lot of positive things, but we are doing our best. I know on this channel, I'm doing my best, and my friends are doing their best um, to make this as entertaining and as fun as possible. We have to laugh at these situations. We can't just be bogged down and just depressed because, you know, you know the election was stolen. We can't live in that world. We need to focus on what we can, what we can focus on now in front of us. And I've been telling this and preaching this for a while. That's what we need to do. A lot of people are discouraged, rightfully so, but at some point, you got to come out of the hole. You got to come out of the cave. You got to get out of your emotions and just pick yourselves up and keep fighting. That's right. what we need to do. That's what we're going to do on this channel. And all my friends' channels as well. And that's why I keep saying, you guys, all your donations, all your store purchases, right now, it's tough times. And every time you guys donate, you sign up for my uh, Wokesize.tv, you send a cash app donation, you buy a hat, a mug. It's going all the way to keep me doing this full-time. And it's so beyond appreciated, guys. I cannot explain it to you. Um... I just love, love you all. The woke fam is strong and we're going to continue to do this. And mostly on all platforms right now, this isn't easy guys. YouTube, we were, we were spoiled on big tech guys. I can tell you that we had algorithms that actually helped us, you know, get, get more people onto our shows. Now it is all up to you guys. It's all up to all you that watch this. That's why, you guys need to share the Foxhole app, share our these content creators all over the place, get their links out, tell your friends and family that we're here, we're still here, we haven't gone in a way, just because YouTube nuked us, we never went anywhere. I still get emails saying, Scott, I haven't seen you since October, why'd you quit? It's like, <laughs> I never quit! This is what we hear, but this is uh, this is it, so it's just nuts, man. It's just nuts. So guys, thank you so much. And I'll just plug myself real quick. I uh, find and I'll get your final thoughts on everything here. So guys, the best way again to uh, to keep uh, keeping the show going, go to TV. It is a, uh, it's a, th- this is a subscription-based platform. Um, you'll get the live streams on here as well. The, the uh, I'm not sure why the live stream didn't work tonight. I'll have to fix that. Um, but you guys can sign up here for uh, a subscription that's cheaper than a Netflix subscription. For You can do it monthly or yearly. This is a platform that will never get taken down. That's why we're on it. And again, guys, a really good way to uh, also support the show is go to my store at wokesocieties.com. Click the store tab, which is right there. It's right in the middle of the page here. It can't get much easier than that. And the merch will pop right up and you'll be able to see all the beautiful merch that we have. We have the Woke Societies merch line, all of it here. And the new ones, guys, in case you want to get something to show off that Drunk society's merch, we have the hooded t-shirt. Uh, the actual hoodie, the t-shirts itself, the V-necks, all that good stuff, guys. The Drunk Wives Matter, Defund the Media, all this stuff. We got more coming. Coffee mugs, even the beer steins. We have the Drunk Society's beer stein here. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And again, guys, you, you guys crush it with the Cash App tonight. All the donations. This is the best way to support me at the moment. And uh, yeah, man, that's everything. What, what, uh, what's your final thoughts for the woke fam tonight? Man, I've, I've been, um, you know, peeking
2: over at the chat, not really keeping it up on the main screen, but I just want to let y'all know I'm seeing the love out there. I appreciate it. I'm doing my my very best to, uh, you know, work some overtime and get some things in here that's going to make it a lot better for everybody. And uh, I just want to let y'all know I appreciate the support out there. I'm going to keep going. Never going to stop.
0: <laughs> awesome, man. Yeah, no, you've been a great addition, man. I've, I've had nothing but positive feedback and everyone, uh, they love the uh they love the uh, new mic, and I see Heather, July sixteenth. Love drunk societies. Yeah, we're gonna be doing it tomorrow night. It's been it's been a couple weeks, it's been a few weeks actually. So yeah, it's, it's it's about that time. Yeah, we're gonna let loose, and we'll just we'll just hang out in the chats. And guys, as as Foxhole gets more stabilized, there's gonna be different content coming. I wanna I wanna I wanna game, play my games that I play at night, and have you all hang out with me, and we can just talk shit. We can talk about whatever you guys want in the chat. I might even open up the phone lines. And we can talk while I play games, and even play games with some of our friends that you guys might know too. We have so much stuff that we want to do, so many new segments I'm going to be adding to the show, all pro- all this new production. There's just a lot in the uh, in the tank that we want to bring to you. So I'm just so glad. Yeah, fantastic show, great show. Love you guys. Great job, guys. Seeing nothing but positive feedback here. Yeah, dude, everyone's loving the new co-hosts. I'm seeing lots of love for you, dude. That's awesome. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's a great fam, man. I've been been out here with y'all for a long time. It's really nice to uh, continue hanging out with everybody. The woke army will
0: always be strong. They don't go nowhere. (laughs) Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. Well, guys, that's going to be the show tonight. You got your boy Methods coming up here in a half hour at 8 p.m. Eastern next. And right after that, you got Red Pill 78. So you guys got a full slate of amazing, amazing content creators. When are you going to talk Aliens? be Dagos I have some guests I am lining up in the near future where we'll be talking aliens I haven't forgotten you guys I know you guys <laughs> want that it's coming it's coming I have some uh, guests lined up um I have a guest next week that you guys are going to absolutely enjoy and um, we're gonna be moving right into that alien stuff probably after next week so don't worry don't worry it's coming it's absolutely coming so it's dude they've, they've been people have been begging for aliens and I don't I don't blame you I don't blame you. Who wants to talk about Joe Biden every day? I certainly don't. So, all that's coming, guys. All that's coming. Yeah, I was actually one of the ones that was begging for the alien stuff too. Because I go. love it. So <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, guys, you know what I'm going to say. Stay, stay strong. Stay, uh, stay warm, and stay woke. Good night, everybody.